0: day, a slow season, slow periods. That happens in your business and there is something that you can do to prepare for it. Did you know that? Yeah, you can have a game plan for your slow days and I'll show you exactly how to create one. I'm Siobhan Lave, coach and strategist to Bakers I help bakers move from feeling overwhelmed, juggling all the things, to being the CEO of their business. Maybe you've started baking as a hobby and you're at a point where this hobby is now turning into a business. Or you've already turned your passion for baking into a business, but you're looking to get to the next level. Buttercream recipes, cake tutorials, and sugar cookie classes can only get you so far, It takes real business skills and marketing strategies to be a successful business. When you're ready to become the CEO of your business and work on your business rather than in it, join me here where I share with you industry secrets that I've learned from marketing and business courses, working with mentors and coaches, and my experiences of almost a decade in the baking industry. This is the CEO Baker Podcast. week five of the last push. So today we're going to talk about how to create a cash injection into your slow days. And the truth is you'll always have slow days. It's nearly impossible to stay on a steady high. Even the most successful businesses experience slow periods. And what I have found is that common slow periods is often the day after a holiday, as everyone is usually celebrated out, right? And I kind of learned that the hard way. Well, actually not the hard way. I learned that the right way because how are you supposed to know when slow periods are if you haven't experienced an entire year of business yet, right? So I know slow days suck. Slow days actually really hurt. It makes you question your role as a business owner and you may even lose faith in your purpose, I remember times where, you know, my business had experienced slow periods and I had to think like, what am I doing wrong? Um, do I have to change something? But oftentimes it's it's just a season. It's just something that naturally occurs. So remember that there's a season for everything. The slow times in your business is a really great time for you to focus on other activities. And today I'm going to give you a few activities on what you can focus on when you are experiencing that slowness. I'm gonna go into six things that you can do when your business is in a slow season, slow day, slow period. Number one, work on your craft or skill. That is a great time for you to either test current recipes, um, you know, kind of fine tune recipes. You could also create new recipes if you have something exciting coming up, like a really big holiday or something you want to celebrate. Two, learn a new skill or take up a class or workshop. This is probably one of my favorites because I know you've seen them. I know you've seen them on YouTube, I know you've seen them on Instagram ads. And it's like, you know, these buttercream classes, these cake classes, these cookie classes, right? And it looks so fun. And the thing is, most of them are pretty inexpensive. And did you know that this is also something you can write off on your taxes? It's also known as continuing education. FYI, if you didn't know that. Um, So yeah, so it's a great thing. I love to keep my eye out on any classes or workshops that would better our skills And as I kind of moved into the CEO um, place in my business, I did less of that type of classes and that type of workshops. And I would instead purchase them for my team so that I empowered my team and made sure my team had the necessary skills to execute and do the best in their job, right? But as a CEO, what is our Best activities, where do we need to flourish? First, it kind of depends on your zone of genius. But for me, the things that I would um, invest in for classes and workshops is things about marketing, sales, relationship building, planning, maybe like just how do we do business, right? Um, Yeah, so look for any types of workshops that would also not only increase your craft or your skills and your, your skills as a baker, but perhaps your skills as a business owner. So number three, begin preparation for the busy season ahead. This is one of my favorite ways to utilize slow periods. And the reason why is we're going to have to put in the work. And I don't know how you guys operate, but for me, I don't operate well. When I'm in a time crunch, I get extremely stressed out. I don't feel good. Um, I thrive when things are planned out and I can see, okay, this is possible, right? I have everything planned out. Sure, there, there may be some bumps on the road, but I have planned for those bumps. So when you use this time, this slowness, this slow season and period, you can begin to prepare for your busy periods where you may not have all the time anymore. So my favorite way to like what I can show you an example of is for example, Valentine's. Valentine's is normally the busiest holidays for bakers, right? And what is before Valentine's is January. January is often kind of a slow, calm season. So that is when we take it up a notch in January and we are just pounding and prepping all these things for Valentine's. Um, And later on, I'll talk about a launch runway, which if you are opted into the last push via email, you will get the launch runway download into your email. So make sure you check that out. Okay, number four, you can work on adding an additional marketing technique. So take a look at your business, um, see if there's any pukas, any holes, um, any other way you can increase your brand awareness. So some ideas is maybe you want to start an email list. So maybe that you're going to want to try and start to put that onto your website. Wait, let's back it up. Do you have a website? <laughs> if you don't have a website, this is the perfect time for you to create one. During your slow period, create a website. Every business owner needs a website. All right. Okay. So email marketing um maybe networking. Is there a local networking group you can be a part of? You can start having conversations with? Can you go into the community? Um, What other marketing events can you do during this slow period? Five, and probably, I mean, they're all my favorite ways to make use of this slow period. But this one is improving your systems and workflows. So you're going to want to ask yourself, what are things that are working in your business? Things you do well. What are things that are not working in your business? Like there's a, there's really need. there's some TLC that needs to be done in that area. That's where you need to do some refining. So for example, what I did gosh, I don't even remember if it was the beginning of this year. It was the beginning of this year is we refined our employee handbook because bits and pieces were in place, but I didn't have a technical handbook. And what did that handbook do? That handbook allowed me to have a system to onboard new employees. It allowed me to Make sure that certain procedures were put in there and my employees were made aware. And it actually, you know, it left me feeling like, wow, I have a company, right? It didn't didn't feel so much like a small business. I felt like a real, true CEO. Okay, so number six, which is um, the last tip that I have for what you can do during your slow seasons, is give yourself some rest. And I know you're like, why the heck would I rest when it's slow? I need to hustle my ass off, right? Um, You guys, we all need time to rest. We need time to hit pause, take a break. I have found that in periods of slowness is when I am the most creative. You are the most resourceful. So why not lean into that slowness? And give yourself the rest if you have not been, if you've just been on hustle mode. Because remember those times when you would have killed for a break? (laughs) Maybe it was Thanksgiving and you were busting your back baking pies. And you told yourself, I would do anything to just have a few hours of sleep. Yeah. Use that slowness for some rest. Okay. So that wraps up the six tips for what you can do when business is slow. Um, But I know too much slow periods in your business is not good. So how do we increase our sales during slow days? There's this one strategy that I love for slow periods. And no, I'm going to tell you right now, it's definitely not the easy option. As a strategy actually does take a lot of work. But if you play your cards right, it surely pays off at the end of implementing the strategy you'll be praying for a break or from slow or for some slowness and that's when you can implement some rest or maybe something else right all right so what is that one strategy it's called I wish there was like a like like some type of background music maybe I can attach this in a little bit it's called theme days I got the idea of theme days. I mean, I did not make this up, y'all. I got this idea from an amazing bakery, which you guys may or may not follow. It's Kelsey Elizabeth Cakes. And if you're a longtime follower, then you'll know it's KEC. And I don't know if she created theme days, but when I saw what she was doing and how much buzz and electricity she was creating around her business... I knew I had to give it a try. And so what is a theme day? It's a specific day or even a themed week. And it's literally any period of time when you create a theme for your business. So we're going to go into some examples of theme days that I had created at the Sugar Hut, which had massive success. These are my four favorite theme days that we had celebrated. Um, I don't know if I'm going in order. I may be, but we'll see it doesn't matter. (laughs) So my first theme day, Disneyland day. Why is this perfect? Because I am a total Disneyland fan. And most likely, if you are a fan of something, so is your audience. So my audience also loves Disneyland too. So what we did is we created like Disney themed desserts. And every time we created and celebrated Disneyland Day, it was a total hit. Um, Maybe what I'll do is this week in stories, I'll show you guys ideas of um, like what we did for these theme days because it's, it's pretty crazy. It's like I told you guys, it is a lot of work but it's also fun. It's a time for you to do something different, do something new, serve, serve your audience in a different way, right? But still keeping your vision and your mission at its core. Um, The second favorite is going back to Hogwarts. And so, I mean, I loved going to Hogwarts at Universal Studios. I thought it was freaking amazing. It feels so realistic. And, but the thing is, I'm not like, a diehard Harry Potter fan. I have not read all the books. I have, yes, watched all the movies, but I haven't read all the books. My head baker is a major fan and she she literally knows everything. Major diehard fan. If I could tell you how many Harry Potter things she owns, I I couldn't. It's ridiculous. Um, so she had mentioned that maybe we should try it. And I had thought, oh... I don't know because I don't know if our audience would like this, Um, a.k.a. me. (laughs) And so I remember I did a poll and we didn't really get much traction. But we were in a period where, you know, we needed to generate something. I saw the slow period on my calendar. I saw that there was going to be some blankness there. So I, I told her one year, I said, you know what? Let's try it. Let's figure it out. Let's try Hogwarts week and let's see how it does. Right. And we did it. And you guys, it generated, I think it generated more revenue and more of a buzz than Disneyland Day did. So that was amazing. Um, The other two are smaller theme days. So like not theme days that are well known. Um, One is called Locals Day. And this one is pretty fun. So this one was a collaboration that I did with my biz bestie, Nikki. And it was because, once again, we saw a slow period. We saw a chance for us to create some buzz in our business. And that day landed on 420. And if you are from Hawaii, you know that 420 is highly celebrated here. However, we needed to reel it back, right? Reel it back just a little Um, so it was relevant to our, our customers and our audience. So instead of celebrating 420, the day that (laughs) the way that people usually do, we decided to make it, we deemed it locals day. And so that was the day where we created, we took like a spin on all of our favorite snacks in Hawaii and turned it into dessert. And so that was majorly fun. And it was also a good way to collaborate with other businesses too, and you know show some spotlight on them um and lastly another example is the giving cookie this once again i mean they're all because they're filling in periods where i can forecast the slowness but the giving cookie was created i think i've I had the idea for so long to do something with words. I love words. I love quotes. I feel like they're so powerful, but I just kind of never knew how to fully execute it. And finally, I think it took me a few years to figure out how this would be celebrated. I decided to do the theme around sugar cookies. And what we did is we just wrote powerful messages on these sugar cookies, where we, where I kind of had people buy a bunch so they could give to others, hence the term giving cookies. So that was also great. It um, added a lot of buzz and conversation about giving and about what these words mean and stories and whatnot. So I can't wait to share that. Um, look for that in our Instagram um, stories this week. Okay, so here are some other ideas that you can also do during quarter four, which is October through December. Um, You could do a Candyland theme. I think that would be totally fun. Um, Also very pretty. You could do the Giving Tree, maybe like sometime in September when people are getting into um, going back to school. Um, Princess Day. I always had this idea to do a Princess Day and also pair up like Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. So my friend, Cupcakes Boom, she does a Princess Day. She does it so well too, you guys. She brings in people from the community. People actually dress up as princesses. And the thing is, I mean, you're creating community events, right? So it makes it makes these people feel so happy to, to celebrate this way. Celebrate in a different way. But anyway... I had this idea of adding Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. I actually bought all the supplies and then COVID happened. So so we haven't ever used it. But I thought it would be so fun to bring in some girlfriends who would do like hair. So like the girl's hair, right? Um, Just like a simple hairdo up or maybe a braid and add some glitter in their hair. And then so I had bought like the combs and the hairsprays. And then I bought like lip gloss and makeup where we would just add some glitter on their eyes, um, maybe some blush and some lip gloss. Um, how, imagine how special those girls would feel, right? Um, so Princess Day, co- Cookies and cocoa. This is an idea that I had got from another friend of mine in California where she creates like a cookies and cocoa. I don't really remember right now. But if it was just a single day, I feel like it was two different days. And it was a chance for the community to come and have a free cookie and cocoa. And it was during um, Christmas during the holidays. And it just makes sense. Right. And another one which I always wanted to experiment with was Winter Wonderland. I don't know exactly what i would do but i can just see like you know the blues and the whites and some snow fake snow in hawaii (laughs) and you know i can just see it being transformed into a winter wonderland all right so let's go into how to create these theme days so you're going to create these theme days by following these simple steps okay first you're going to forecast a slow period in your business. So, like how I was how I was saying earlier, when you're planning out your months and you're figuring out, okay, we're going to have a celebration here. We're celebrating this. We're going to launch that. Where do you see gaps in your calendar? That is a good place to enter a theme day. Number two, you're going to select the theme and to celebrate during that slow time so just think you know you always want to reel it back and think about how does this relate to my ideal customer number three you're going to create a launch runway at least 10 days before your event and what is a launch runway a launch runway is basically for you to make sure you are marketing this event as strong as possible so people know you know they're they are aware that you have this event happening And they're going to be there. Um, If you are, I mentioned this earlier, but if you also get the email for the last push, you're going to get that freebie. And we'll also, we might be able to put it in the show notes too. So definitely check the show notes. Number four, you are going to hustle your ass off to prepare for a flood of customers. And you're just going to accept it. You're going to accept and prepare that you are going to serve all these people because What I had done in the before when we did theme days, I was like, oh I don't know how much people is gonna come, so I don't know how much we should prep. Girl, just go all out. Number five. Oh (laughs) Number five, I, I didn't realize I wrote this is go all out and celebrate your theme day. So go for it. Um and remember to have fun. So is all I have for you for the last week or the last week the last push for week five and if you are listening to it today did you jump into the content club if you didn't I'm sorry you missed the boat Um, The doors are currently closed and will not be open until a few months, but we are creating a wait list. So if you are interested, be sure to hop on that wait list by visiting us at at theceobaker.com. Thank you for listening to the CEO Baker podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at the CEO Baker. It would mean so much if you take a minute to leave a review. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe and come back every single week for more. For show notes, links, and other awesome resources, head to theceobaker.com slash podcast.